We all have a yearning for love, but relationships can be confusing and complicated. Dr. Tammy Balashevsky says it all starts from within. It starts with a journey to center. Here's your host for Journey to Center on Empower Radio, Dr. Tammy Balashevsky. Hello, my precious friend and you sweet soul. You are a unique aspect of the divine, and I'm so grateful for your presence in my life. You know, I love this quote. The greatest gift you can offer the world is to be authentically yourself. So what does this mean? I think this means to truly like yourself, love yourself, warts and all, to know yourself and live from a centered, aligned place and in an honest, vulnerable and transparent way. And like many things, this is easier said than done. I think we're all on the journey of the hero. And when it finally gets too exhausting to do things on our own, live from the ego and our own understanding and the pain of separation, this is when we're primed to start to wake up to the truth of who we are as a spiritual being having a human experience. I'm so excited to be having this important, empowering and heart expanding conversation with someone who has been referred to many as a master. I've had her on the show before, and I'm so honored to have her back. We are here with Penny Pierce. Penny is an articulate and accurate clairvoyant, empath, visionary, popular lecturer, and the author of 10 books. She's a trainer specializing in intuition development, inner energy dynamics, expanded perception, and transformation. Penny has taught and worked in Japan, South Africa, Europe, all over the United States since 1977. She coaches government and business leaders, psychologists, scientists, celebrities, and seekers on a spiritual path about the hidden dynamics of what makes for authentic success. So, Penny, thank you so much for saying yes to a show with me here on Journey to Center. Well, it's good to be back. <laughs> <laughs> it's been a little while. You've been busy yeah. writing a 10th yeah. book. Oh, my gosh. That's so impressive. So your latest book is called Transparency, Seeing Through to Our Expanded Human Capacity. I love this book so much. So now can you tell me a little bit about um, how it came into being, the process of writing this book, and what does transparency mean? <laughs> um, well, I, I guess people know a little bit that I've been writing about um, intuition development and that led me into a real fascination with what the deeper process was that was going on with people under the surface. Mm-hmm. Because I kept seeing everything accelerating over the years as I worked you know, intimately with people. And so then I started to realize it was all about personal transformation. And then that has captured my attention. And so I've written The Intuitive Way and then Frequency, which was quite popular, and then Leap of Perception. And now transparency is kind of the next in this ongoing explanation of what's happening to us (laughs) in the world, you know. And um, so I don't know how these things come to me. It's sort of like when the (laughs) vibrations right on the planet, something drops in and and it's at the right time or I couldn't see it, you know, if, if if it weren't at the right vibration and I at the same vibration. Now I see the next piece of information. And, um, yeah, so it's kind of like planes waiting to land. <laughs> oh, that's a good, that's a good analogy. Yeah. You know, 
Yeah, and I know I had been writing about transparency in small ways, like mentioning it here and there, and it was popping into my vocabulary in the previous books. But when they asked me what would my next book be, that's what it's, it came into my head. Okay, it's going to be about this. And I thought, oh, it'll be a small book. There won't be much to say. <laughs> and it turned out to be... This is a very substantial well, book. <laughs> it is. It, there's quite a, it had quite a lot to, to really understand about what, what it is. Like you just said, what is transparency? And I think we've, we have a, a basic understanding of transparency based on, on a kind of a physical idea about it, meaning that it has to do with information that we want transparency of information in the media, we want access to information, we want the truth. And this, I think, is a function of the fact that we're sort of at the end of the information age. We're still thinking in terms of data and information. So I call this horizontal transparency. Um, But there's another kind that's vertical transparency, and that's really what I'm interested in more, which is, you know, this the spirit and the physical world merging and becoming one integrated experience. And so, in other words, the soul is in the body, in the personality, as the body and personality. You know, we don't have a soul. We are a soul. And as, as we learn to really truly experience that we are the soul, and that this world is filled with light and consciousness and energy. It's not solid and in, you know, inanimate. <laughs> um, then we be, start becoming transparent. And that's partly because I think as a soul, we re- the soul doesn't really have fear. You know, it, it doesn't, it's not a function in, in the spiritual realm. Right. And so when you start to perceive from that level, all the behaviors based on fear, which would be like, you know, lying and having secrets and hiding and wearing masks and, and trying to control reality or avoid reality or whatever, you know, they seem silly. Like, why do we do that? How ridiculous. And you start to give all that stuff up. I call that clearing your clutter. Uh, we, so we're in a process now, I think, a lot of clearing our clutter and and trying to get back to our original state, which is, you know, the soul. Yes. And then when I, you be that and nothing's in the way, you have a kind of self-expression that's really inspired. You know, that's where our genius can come through. Yes. And I do think it's about living in that authentically aligned place, being centered within ourselves. And I think it's how we bring heaven to earth. That's it. it it's very much about... It's not that we even need to bring it. It's already here. You know what I yeah. mean? It's like we just yeah, it's need relaxing to see it. into that space. To me, and it's spinning the veils. Yeah. And, yeah. And, and exactly. I love this quote. A friend of mine said, anything that can be found in heaven can be found on earth. At that time, I was really struggling. I was, I guess, trying to make this shift. And, right. um, and now I do. I see, I see heaven here every day. Yeah, there's duality and there's some other things at the end of the spectrum, but it doesn't... Um, it doesn't scare me like it used to. And I do think so much of the process, and I'd be interested in your perspective, Penny, is about, it is, it's about dissolving our fear and living from love. Right. Um, it, 
Yeah, you know, we're so programmed, and, and I write about this a lot in the book, about mm-hmm. how did we evolve all this sort of code around secrets, for instance, or, um, you know, lack of trust and and this kind of commiseration with each other, rather than being in a celebration of this wonderful opportunity to learn how to, to create in a three-dimensional world. You know, I mean, what a great experiment. Um, But we're all sort of hypnotized by the idea of separation and pain and and which leads to suffering and then how glorious it is to suffer and noble and all that kind of stuff where really suffering doesn't work. It's it's just not the normal state, you know. So I think partly we're trying to remember how to live according to the universal principles, which are extremely harmonious. You know, and they work really well, so well that it's effortless and it's it's smooth and it's frictionless and joyful. Mm-hmm. And, you know, so that life becomes a whole different kind of thing. And it really and, is. And, and it, this is what I love about your book, your books. It's about getting out of our own way and just lining up with that place of 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 truth and divine support and co-creation. Yeah. Um, and I think a big part of that is learning about how to recognize when the left brain and the ego Mm -hmm. are controlling your reality and keeping you feeling separate. And when you can sort of intentionally that be a choice about staying in that aligned centered state, I call it your home frequency. Oh, I love that term so much. I've never heard it said before, and I'm using it a lot. I talk about feeling at home within our own skin. But yes, mm-hmm. our home frequency, it is when we're aligned yeah. and it's, at peace you know, and really in our your loving. preferred state. Oh, yes. Mine when you sure. like yourself, you know, when oh, you're, yes. you know, mm-hmm. you're fully yourself in the good way, <laughs> not in an egotistical way. And it's such a relief. It's such a relief to come home to our home frequency. Yeah. It really, that's a really good word because there's no need for constant monitoring of, you know, yourself and the environment and other people and trying to stay safe and because you start creating a a frequency of whatever, I mean, these words are all overused, like unity or connectedness or family in a very large sense, you know, where things are familiar and Mm -hmm. That, that way, there's really no outside world. Everything's part of you, knows you, you know it. Um, everything's mutually supportive in this new view. Um, and we all evolve together. Nothing works against us, really. Just the idea of separation works against us. And so you start to get into this new understanding, and then the more you validate it, and then you see how it affects the reality almost instantly, you know, and things improve quickly now, almost instantaneous healing on many things. Um, then you, it's easier to stay in it or return to it when you get knocked off sides. Right. And that's the work we're doing, I think, today is, you know, just getting rid of the things that are in the way, covering over our, you know, you know clarity. I think that that's absolutely true. And it's certainly been, I I related to so much of what you wrote about. I feel like I've been on this path a very long time and I have compassion for where I used to be and for the people that are still struggling and that uh, perception of separation. And I like something you said. It's like, 
who's in the driver's seat? Is it your left brain, your mind, your ego, or are you shifting to allow that 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 soul, the the loving essence of who you are, to be in the driver's seat and, and the creativity, the right brain? And for the most part, that's who's um, in the driver's seat of my life. And as as it is, there is spontaneous healing, knowing, understanding. And a word I really love is um, just celebration, celebration of life with other people, with animals, with nature. It just feels like I'm in alignment. Yeah, I think that is really a, one of the true motives of the soul is, mm-hmm. you know, celebration and direct experiential, you know, experience in a way um, yeah. and, and creativity. Oh, so fun. Yeah, just love and celebration, creativity. And and yeah. it is, it's such a relief, I think, when we're finally in this place. And you, you talk about letting people be in your sphere. Um, and, and even, you know, some so sometimes at this point, I'll, I'll encounter people that don't know what to think of me or maybe aren't that fond of me. And in the past, that used to really, it was debilitating to not be liked. And now I, I'm really aware that it has nothing to do with me. It's their projection of me. And you, you write about this. And it's such yeah. a helpful notion or understanding it's not personal it's just their own stuff and so it doesn't it doesn't prevent me from continuing to live in my loving and my alignment i don't go into that self-doubt or separation any longer and and it is such a relief to just be able to live my love well if you think about reality as a as a ball around you a huge ball Mm -hmm. that really includes if you expand the ball out it includes everything it includes you know, things in time and, and, and space, you know, so every possible kind of person or lifetime has, you know, occurred or will occur or is occurring in your reality ball at a different frequency. They're just frequencies of realities all through your, your sphere. So everything's in there. It's just what you place your attention on that comes forth and comes up in your, your, your personal reality right now and becomes part of that reality. If you take mm-hmm. your attention out of it, it dissolves back into the larger field. Mm-hmm. You know, so um, if you have people in your, in your reality that seem to not like you or not understand you, um, you know, they're in there with Hitler and Gandhi and everybody else. You know, exactly. There's room for everyone and yeah. room for you. You know, to it's be the way you like mm-hmm. to be. They don't take away from us. You know, it's so true. And, it's so true. And when you give other people space to be, then you give yourself space to be. And you can have all this, you know, complex coexistence, which makes up total large scale reality. And I I think you're bringing up such a great point. You know, we do live on this interesting, very interesting planet of free will and choice. And it it seems a little complex to try to figure out the rules of the game here. But once we do, it can be such um, a joy. It can be such a celebration. And the vision that comes to mind as you're speaking, Penny, is like being on a radio dial, where you lined up, where you tuned in. And you can argue with other networks or other stations or other podcasts going on, or you can just tune in to what it is you want to tune into and right. it's all allowed it's all permitted or change the channel or not finish listening to the show or whatever it is you want to do or you can or you can yeah. argue with it it's a choice yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah but but we don't need to go into fear about it because every time we do you know fear then contracts our energy and it doesn't allow the flow to operate and the flow is to me crucial 
because it is, to me, it's the collective consciousness of all beings. And that, to me, includes trees and <laughs> birds and everything, mm-hmm. that we are all mutually inclusive and mutually supportive, and we're evolving together as a unit. You know, mm-hmm. we don't work against each other, really. You know, whatever I need, other people will think of it and give it to me, and then I'll realize I need it. You know, or, you know, somehow everything fits together so perfectly. And I what know, I feel amazing. like creating or doing and giving, then other people can use that. You know, and that yes. helps them do their next thing. And so it's all so, it's such a synchromesh kind of thing. And, and when you start be. feeling that, yes. you know, you feel joy. Oh, that was the word I was going to use. It can be yeah. so <laughs> joyful. That was the word that was dropping in. So, Penny, yeah. I'm wondering if you have any suggestions or words of wisdom for people that are like, well, that sounds really great, but I, I still have a lot of fear. How can we um, start to or continue to or um, maybe eliminate this energy that seems to hold so many of us back. Do you have any thoughts or suggestions about dissolving yeah. or surrendering our fear? I know we've been talking kind of abstractly, but, you know, mm-hmm. practically speaking, I think it helps to really pay attention to your body. Mm-hmm. And, and that's, of course, very tied to your intuition. But if you can learn to feel when your body contracts and like inhales and forgets to exhale or tightens Mm -hmm. or you feel like you're holding on to something or holding back from something or holding forth on something, you know, the holding energy um, or the, the sort of backing away from things. There can be very tiny versions of that. Like when you look at the foods in your refrigerator and see what do I want to have for a snack or for dinner, you'll go towards something or away from other things. Um, And same thing with any thought or any choice. So if something happens to you in the world and you go into a contraction, that's fear. Or it's a sign that that thing is not appropriate for you in that moment. And you can start to notice and not be afraid of the contractions, but just notice, oh, okay, my Mm -hmm. energy just pulled in. Okay, why? Then stop a minute and breathe and, and feel into why that contraction just happened and see if you can plumb the depths of that, you know, and Mm -hmm. see, is this even real or did I get this idea from somebody else? It's not even my own information, Um, you know, and do I want to eat that thing or not really eat that thing or go on that in that new direction or not go in that new direction and become conscious about these small expansions and contractions in your body. And, And then don't beat yourself up if you've pulled back. Often there's a good reason. You know, it might not be time yet to move forward. You know, and it might be something that reminds you of a bad thing from your childhood that you're making a parallel that doesn't need to be made. You know, and so to me it's about don't make rules. Stay in the moment. You know, process everything on a case-by-case basis. Right? Look at it all. Ask questions, answer them yourself, get your own insights, and make it a priority to return to that home frequency state where you feel relaxed and happy and open and full of yourself and, you know, trusting yourself. So because doesn't we it really come down to get, that? Yes. Yeah, we yeah. backslide all the time because we're so... Mm-hmm influenced by the vibrations around us. And of course now, I mean, everybody's releasing a lot of old subconscious blocks 
individually and in current events, in society and politics, all this negative stuff is suddenly surfacing and coming up. And it looks like the world is going to hell, you know, (laughs) but it's not. We're clearing this stuff right now. You know? And I would agree with you there. People want to talk about how things are so much worse than ever. And I'm like, that's not my perception of it. I think, yeah, there's always been challenging things. There's always been stuff that's going on. To me, it's just, it's all center stage now. Maybe it was going on behind the scenes, you know, but with the age of um, information, it's like, it's all so available. But where do you choose to put your focus? To me, I'm very optimistic and excited about life and what's happening and maybe I'm naive, maybe I'm Pollyanna, but you know what? It works for me. <laughs> I feel healthy. I feel well, happy. Yeah, I think you do choose your worldview in a way, and some are just help you evolve better than others. And uh, But I think, too, it's like the frequency on the planet is continuing to accelerate, you know, yes. and things are getting faster and faster. And that means a lot of the old subconscious things that we never paid attention to or could suppress, you know, and deny and ignore we can't anymore. Those things are popping up to the surface and coming out. So yes. recently, you know, there's been that spate of uh, sexual abuse. And, um, you know, and that's the kind of thing that was just totally ignored and everybody shined it yeah, on. It's always before. happened. It's, like, it's always you know, happened. Mm-hmm. And, and it was a certain vibration wasn't ready yet for women to be able to speak out and share what had happened to them without being ridiculed or abused more for saying something. And now suddenly it was the right moment, the right time. And it's coming out sort of from out of the cracks, out of the woodwork. Mm-hmm. And I think that's going to happen with a lot of different kinds of things that mm-hmm. were tolerated, that really are not functioning according to universal principles. Mm-hmm. You know, things that are not ethical, things that are not. And ethics is just according to universal principles. It's harmony. You know, it's mm-hmm. what works. Um mm-hmm. And, of course, respect is one of the great universal principles. And, I you know, when that. you don't respect others, you stop the flow. It's a huge contraction. Yes. And that makes perfect sense. So you talk a lot about moving from the age of information to the age of, age of intuition. What do you mm-hmm. see as uh, the next plane landing? What's coming down the pike? What can we expect <laughs> <laughs> as things continue to evolve? Well, there's a lot of things that are going to happen, I think. Um, One is that we're outstripping the ability, our ability to process information in the old linear way, you know, bit by bit by bit by bit by bit. And and so we're having to, we're getting overloaded, overwhelmed, and we're having to make these kinds of leaps into the right brain which does not process information in a linear, factual, compartmentalized way. It's all at once. It's like you fall into a pool of water and then suddenly understand everything that goes on under the surface of the water through sort of direct knowing or feeling. And um, so patterns of information come into us. And then we translate those patterns into the left brain to make meaning. So we're going to start doing that more and more. And I think we are now already by becoming ultra sensitive and telepathic and picking Mm -hmm. up and empathic, you know, Mm -hmm. picking up energy information directly through the body and through intuition that we didn't know about before because we weren't sensitive enough. 
Mm-hmm. And now we're mm-hmm. getting more overloaded and we're having to try to make sense of all this and multiple channels of information coming in at the same time. And we can't do it in a linear way. So mm-hmm. that's one thing. But the other half of that is there are a lot of people who are still very addicted to the left brain. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. the speed, I've seen uh, uh, Ray Kurzweil's group, the singularity.org, they talk about exponential growth. That is still linear. It's just taking an exponential curve and making it go faster and bigger. Mm-hmm. That's not what's happening. Mm-hmm. To me, we're having an, incre- an absolutely total transformation of perception into a different system. It's not going to be more linear and faster linear. It's not going to be about so much about artificial intelligence and computers doing all this for us. It's going to be us using our own skills, our own innate abilities, you know, for clairvoyance, clairaudience, um, you know, instantaneous healing and things that occur when we totally realign with the spiritual realm and the soul and Mm. basically spiritualize the physical plane. Oh, this is my hope. This is my intention. Yeah. To really start to drop into our own hearts. Yeah. We're already so much more elegant and faster than machines. Um, We just have to be able to start accessing this stuff and we're not going to do it looking into screens, you know, Mm. (laughs) on our cell phones and iPads and so forth. That's very true. That's very true. Well, Penny, I can't believe how fast this show has gone. I'm super excited you've agreed to do another show with me next week, and I'm just really excited to get into this stuff. Um, In the meantime, can you tell people where they can get a hold of you, maybe get a copy of your book, Transparency Seeing Through Our Expanded Human Capacity? Yes. My website is just my name, pennypierce.com, and that's spelled P-E-N-N-E-Y, and then my last name is P-E-I-R-C-E, and uh, pennypierce.com. the book is on Amazon and Barnes and Noble, and um, it's at Books a Million and probably most independent bookstores um, as well, and um, and can be ordered through my my own website as well. But um, it shouldn't be hard to find. <laughs> No, you're easy to find and you've got so much wisdom. I just love, you have such an incredible mind and such a wonderful heart, so much wisdom, such a wonderful way of articulating it. And again, I'm super excited to talk to you again next week. And my listeners, I am just so grateful and honored for your presence in my life. I love having these conscious conversations and you being a part of it, I think just makes it even more celebratory and joyful so why don't you get in touch with me tammyvphd.com is my website facebook instagram are you on social media penny yes i'm on facebook and twitter and all pretty much everything all right so cloud and all that we gotta connect we gotta celebrate we gotta expand the heart in the world and, and let's do this together So you're in my heart. You're in my prayers. I'm so grateful for your unique presence on the planet and for our wonderful connection. So God bless you. Take good care of yourself. Onward and upward. Bye for now. 